I thought we were old, slow getting out of the choir. <laughs> uh, okay, I want to preach to you tonight a message that I preached last month. I don't know how many of you remember it. I had to hunt up my notes to find out, that, and I didn't even make any, uh, any notes of whether I really preached it or not. But so uh, you all can, uh, uh, but we need to get inside and sit down. Uh, I'm too old to keep up with people going around and around. Back several years ago, there's a preacher over in Russell County. Preacher, uh, now I believe it's Preacher Mitchell, that was somewhere, was preaching in a revival meeting in a tent, I believe. And they just kept going in and out. In and out. I mean, you know, the one go in, back at, and, and he stopped. And you know how Preacher Mitchell was. He said, for goodness sakes, we have sure got the Walker family here tonight. <laughs> Oh, me. But anyhow, we appreciate you folks so very, very much and appreciate the program of the, of the youngsters. They've done a, done a beautiful job. I want us to look in Isaiah chapter number 11 and want to read the first six verses. If you would care to turn to that scripture, Isaiah chapter 11 and the first six verses. I want to read and share some thoughts with you uh, from this uh, tonight. Stand with me, if you will, for the reading of these words and for just a moment of prayer before you sit back down, okay? Isaiah says in this chapter, and he says, There shall come forth a rod out of the stem of Jesse, and a branch shall grow out of his roots. And the Spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him, and uh, uh, the Spirit of wisdom uh, and understanding, the Spirit of counsel and might, the Spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. And shall make him a quick understanding in the fear of the Lord. And he shall not judge after the sight of his eyes, neither reprove after the hearing of his ears. But with righteousness shall he judge the poor and reprove with equity for the meek of the earth. And he shall smite the earth with the rod of his mouth. And with the breath of his lips shall he slay the wicked. And righteousness shall be the, uh, be the girdle of his, uh, his loins, or his strength is what it means in this uh, word, loins. And faithfulness, the girdle of his reins, which means his, his emotions. The wolf also shall dwell with the lamb, and the leopard shall lie down with the kid, and the calf and the young lion and the fatling together, and a little child shall lead them. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your goodness and mercy and for the privilege of being back in the Lord's house tonight. Thank you for each one that's here and pray that your blessing be upon us. Thank you for the young people and the beautiful songs and the poems and the skit and all that they did tonight, Lord. We thank you for them from the depths of our heart. Pray that you'd bless them. And I pray, Father, that you would help every one of these children as they get to the age of accountability when they need to trust the Lord Jesus Christ, that they will do so if they haven't trusted you already. Trust that they will tonight. And, Lord, we thank you for the, for the older folks who work with them and spend a lot of hard uh, hours with them, teaching them, and and and, uh, and getting all these things done with them. And we just pray to, uh, and thank you and ask your blessing upon the work and ask that you'd be with us tonight as we preach the Lord's message. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Thank you, and you can be seated. 
<clears throat> I want to preach on the thought, and I chose to use this because of the thought in the last part of the last verse that I read, and a little child shall lead them. Jesus makes a statement four times in the New Testament, and he says, except you are converted and become as little children, you shall, in, uh, you shall not enter in to the kingdom of heaven. Four times he made that statement uh, in, the, in, the, uh, in the New Testament. Children are very special to God. They always have been. When God chose to send his son to this earth to be a savior, he didn't send him down here as a grown man. He sent him down here as a baby and let him grow up. And as he grew up, he watched him grow up. Uh, and the years of his life was just like the, uh, the, the years of my life and your life till we reached uh, 33 years old. And Jesus lived about 33 and a half years, we're told, on this earth. And his life was like ours. He grew, he grew up in stages uh, just like uh, we, we did. He had, uh, he had the same things that he had to contend with that we had to contend with as we grew up. You know, I, I think sometimes that, that children forget that adults were children at one time. I don't know. I know when my dad would get after me, you know, and <laughs> hot and heavy. I'll tell you, and uh, and uh, I think, Dad, you, you you don't understand. But Dad was the same age uh, that, in fact, my dad was seventy eight when uh, when he died. So he lived seven more years, and I so I haven't gone through any stage of my life that my daddy didn't go through before me. And he understands that, you see. And, 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 and by the way, nature don't change. I mean, it's same, we have different environments in this uh, along the line. But children have always been important. You remember that the disciples, uh, when they brought the children to Jesus for him to bless them, and the disciples says, you don't have time. You take them away. You don't, you don't, you don't have time for this. Jesus said, suffer little children and forbid them not to come unto me, for such is the kingdom of heaven. Uh, they're very important. They're very uh, important, and we, and we have a responsibility to see that they get the training that they need, that they get the instructions that they need as they grow up. Uh, you know, it, it, uh, uh, it, uh, it, it amazes me sometimes how, how much money that we spend on schools, and you never have anybody paying any attention, or, well, we fuss, but we just go on and pay them about paying taxes to support the school. But, you know, they say, boy, we just can't, we just can't afford to have these extra things for the youngins at church. Costing too much money. <laughs> I haven't heard that in a while. Have you, John? Yeah, well, we, we're doing pretty. I'm not sure that we just have, we have heard or we're just getting hard of hearing. I, <laughs> That's just been smart, I'll tell you. <laughs> oh, I mean, but children are very important. And what time is spent in training a child is not wasted in the church or out of the church. Uh, some of my fondest memories is some of the things that happened to me when I was a little boy. I remember a man over, I didn't go to church much when I was a little fella. My family didn't go to church. And um, so I didn't go very much. Uh, but when I turned 12, 13 years old, I guess, I went to a Bible school. The first Bible school I ever attended was over in Russell County at uh, Mill Creek Baptist Church. Is that what they call it? Okay, uh, 
Basil Blankenship. You remember Basil Blankenship? Everybody in that country knew Basil Blankenship. Uh, he never did marry, I don't think. He ran a store from the time I was a little boy until he retired, I guess. But he was a fantastic guy. He was just a wonderful, wonderful fellow. And he was helping us in the Bible school, doing the projects. And I wanted to do the pro I've always been interested in woodwork. Uh, you know, anything. I've done very smart in it and hadn't improved much over the years, but I was always interested in that. I, and I remember that I was making a, a project, you know, to take home with me, and I cut the board, and I didn't cut it straight. You know, I, I made a mark, but I didn't get my mark straight. You know, I just, uh, and, and I messed it up, and he kind of got after him. It hurt my feelings, you know. I didn't say anything. I was daresome to say anything back to anybody that's adult, you know, wait. <laughs> Hey, that's the way we grew up. You know, that's, uh, that's the way that, that we grew up. And by the way, I, I'd made the mistake. And I guess he saw what happened, you know. And I remember that Basil took time and took that little old board, was four or five, six inches wide maybe. And he says, I can fix that for you. I can just straighten that up. And he took him a square and squared that board up and took that handsaw and cut it off. And the one he'd fixed, you know, he'd bevel the edges, and I wanted mine fixed like that too. And that thing may be somewhere over the house now. The wood part of it was cedar. And I never forgot that. And Basil Blankenship took time to help a little old barefooted boy to get his project fixed. And that'll stay in my mind as long as I live. Won't forget that. So that's a good memory. And everywhere I saw Basil Blankenship after I grew up and I'd see him from time to time at church or wherever I was at, I'd take time to stop and speak to him. I'm uh, not sure that I ever got around to telling him what, uh, what happened in the Bible school, but, uh, uh, but uh, that makes an impression on folks. I found out that Basil Blankenship wasn't just there to, t uh, to kill time. He was there to help some boy or girl in what they were doing. And he, that's what he was doing. And that's so important in life that we do these things. But anyhow, children are very, very important. Uh, in this passage that I read, it's talking about the Lord Jesus Christ. It's talking about a branch, the stem of Jesse, the branch. And how did he bring salvation to this earth? Uh, in verses 1 through 3, it talks about uh, his, uh, his work uh, here on this earth. And I think, by the way, he's talking about the Lord Jesus Christ. And uh, in this whole passage... And then he talks down in verse number four, uh, he's telling about the judgment and the restoration of the kingdom. And, I, and the only thing that I can find in my mind that fits in this passage of scripture is when the Lord comes back and raptures the church out of this world and we go up in the, in, in to, to be with the Lord for seven years and the great tribulation is going to take place on this earth. Now remember that this is a book of prophecy that I read from. Isaiah's prophesying uh, these things that's going to happen. Uh, and, uh, and, and, and Jesus, uh, we're going to be with the Lord for seven years. And then after the seven years is over, uh, it's going to be a terrible time, great tribulation. The earth is going to be uh, devastated because of, the, of the, the tremendous things that's going to happen to it. And then the Lord's going to purify this earth in a sense. And then Jesus is going to bring us back down from heaven uh, for a thousand years reign on this earth. In the, in the book of Revelation, it talks about the millennium, uh, the thousand years that we will reign with Christ down here on this earth. And I believe that that's going to be the time when there's going to be peace on this earth. There's going to be peace, uh, I, I mean, uh, 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 real peace. And there's going to be animals. Notice what it says here. It's just not natural for these animals to dwell together. It's not natural. 
you know that that that, that, that these things will uh, will, will uh, dwell together on this earth. But that's what is going to happen here in verse number six. He says, "The wolf shall dwell with the lamb." Uh, all the wolf does is eat the lamb. Uh, I'm a country boy, and that, that's all they do. Uh, they they don't they don't uh, uh, take care of the lamb, but they're going to. And the leopard uh, 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 shall lie down with the kid. That's a baby goat. Uh, if a if a leopard uh, leopard should uh, uh, come up and uh, and visit uh, 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 Vicky's flock. Uh, <laughs> Uh, he, he wouldn't make a bed for them goats. He would fill up his stomach. The first thing that he would do. That's a natural thing to do. But in that time, it's going to be different. It's going to be, uh, going to be different. And, 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 and like I say now, he's prophesying this, and I'm not sure how much of this is going to be real or how much of it is prophecy that's going to be something that will happen to show us that peace without these things that uh, he's shown us here, and the calf and the, and, the, and the young lion, and the fattening together, and the little child shall lead them. These animals share, most of them you wouldn't let, let them around a little child. Uh, you wouldn't even let them around a little child. Uh, but he says a little child's going to lead him. So that's peace. if the Lord comes into our heart, he makes such a difference in our life. He makes such a difference in our life. And what I want to talk to you about now for the next few minutes is about three different people that God used them in a tremendous way while they were youngsters. The first one I want to think about is the giant slayer, David. When you think about David, you think about Goliath. Uh, you know, I, that, that's what I first think about. He was a tremendous king. He was a great warrior. Uh, uh, he, he, was, he was just a good person. But the thing that I think about is David and Goliath. I remember not too long ago, I don't know, it's been some time now that one of the boys asked me, he said, Dad, when are you going to preach about David and the giant again? <laughs> Uh, I hear it preached on time and time again. Always enjoyed. Always enjoyed. But David was a youngster. He was probably a teenager and probably wasn't very big uh, for his age and wasn't very big when he got <coughs> done growing, uh, in my estimation, uh, but uh, physically. But he was a great man. And he went out to face this giant. Nobody else would face him. Uh, Saul was uh, uh, head and shoulders taller than anybody else in the, in the army, and he wouldn't even go out and face that man. He stayed there and, and shook like the rest of them did. Uh, and uh, uh, David says, I'll go out and fight against that man. Uh, I'll go 